We know we suck. We know we suck. Definitely yeah. suck at hockey right now. We suck again. What's up, Kings fans? I'm Rodney. He's Rob. He's Mike. And this is LA Kings Fan Talk, where we know nothing. Well, we do know a little something. We know we suck. We know we suck. Definitely yeah. suck at hockey right now. We suck again. <laughs> There's obviously no wrong answers because we suck, so it doesn't matter what we say. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. The Kings had a pretty rough road trip there going 0 for 4 with an overtime loss in Dallas to gain one out of a possible eight points. Not pretty. So after six games, the Kings are 1 4 and 1 for a total of three points. And we sit at the bottom of the Pacific Division along with. Your second team, Mike, the Kraken, right? And uh, the Knights, too. Crackheads. Of course, to make matters worse, we have a couple injuries with both Daddy and now Walker going down. That was an ugly, ugly injury to Walker there. Hopefully he's not gone for the season, but... I yeah, I watched, I watched that replay, and I was just like, ah, ah. You could, like, feel the pain. Yeah, because I didn't really see what happened live. As soon as I saw the replay, I'm like, that's Brutal. not good. Not good at all. Brutal. You know what I'm excited for is another whole season of Mikey Anderson on a highlight reel. You know, last year it was a Kirill the Thrill walking right through Mikey Anderson, and now we're going to have Tarasenko walking right through Mikey Anderson. Right. NHL highlight reel all so, season long. All so this guy's named Mikey. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think all Mikeys are pretty soft. <laughs> Seen is soft. What are you drinking today, Mikey? Uh, nothing now. <laughs> your scarf, your scarf says it all, Mike. Your scarf is a jacket. Um, okay, your jacket. Yeah, it's a jacket, man. It's nice. That's yeah, nice. The dude, jacket, Mikey, man. Mike, Mike. Why don't you start us off? What are your thoughts on the King season so far? Yeah. Well, I mean, just the road trip was just brutal. I mean, it's been a brutal season, but. Uh, I thought we could have won that national game and then Dowdy got hurt and I just feel like everything fell apart after that. Um, I guess, you know, it's hard, I guess, you know, that's one of the best players on our team and he goes down and down to five defensemen and they start taking penalties. Uh, and I think that just kind of rolled through the rest of the trip. Right. And then Sean Walker got hurt today and roll it again. We were playing good. Thought we were in the game, had a chance to win. Uh, and then Walker goes down and it's just, too much to ask for our other five defensemen. Right, and I guess Arvidsson wanted to take it easy on his old team. Didn't score that hat trick that we were <laughs> hoping for there. It's not for lack of trying. I mean, he's shooting everything, but it's not finishing. At least somebody is. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Rob? I think, I'm, I think we ended our last podcast talking about the upcoming road trip. And I, I said, hey, I would love to get six points out of it. And here we are with one measly point, right? Um, two defensemen. Yeah. And and it's not necessarily, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to chalk it up to it's the loss of Dowdy and the loss of Walker. Walker obviously just affected this last game. Um, Dowdy did, it, it's a big blow. Um, Dowdy with Dowdy in Dallas, we got a better chance of winning. Hell yes. Um, 
does he make us win these two games against the Blues? Mm, that's that's up for argument. Um, maybe today's game, uh, the last game against uh, St. Louis, we, we did thought we played well enough there to maybe get a point at least. But sure enough, uh, at the end there, the, poor poor Anderson. I'm not even going to talk crap about Anderson because in my book, he's still young. He's he's there because he's he's got potential, but. For us to only get one point out of the road trip, I'm not going to sit there and say like a certain friend of ours has said, uh, when we're out of contention, we should just wholesale everybody. <laughs> and, you know, Darren Starbuck, follow him at Starbuck on Twitter. <laughs> um, I It's the season's by far. We win these three next three games. We're we're 500. Yeah. And, and, and right in the mix of things right away in this shitty, shitty division. Um, but as far as the last four games, my final thoughts on, on how it went, it was, it's just frustrating as hell to continue to see only one line score. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to call out any guy's names or anything. Cause it is an entire team thing, but God bless Andre Kopitar for sure. All right. Well, I almost feel like, you know, we got one scoring line. I mean, we lose Dowdy, and all of a sudden the defense looks really bad. So, I mean, they played good today, but still. The Dowdy's, Dowdy's knee hurts from carrying you on his nuts so much still. <laughs> I mean, that's what probably broke his knee. You just know Dowdy isn't it all for us. He's great. Don't get me wrong. He's great. But he's not the reason. Look how bad, look how bad the power play looks without him look how bad I mean, it looked terrible team. with them <laughs> well at least they were scoring some goals and they still scored without him our power play is terrible i mean we should almost take notes from the rain i was watching their power their power play looks better than our power play so <laughs> there you go you want to you want a free-for-all talk maybe we should get into that you know you know the the, the COVID season last last season i'm all thinking hey we need to pull up this kid we need to pull that kid but then I start thinking, why do we need to pull up anything when the rain aren't winning games? They suck down there too. They're off to a really good start. Yeah. They're off to a really good start. So Looking pretty good. That that is finally some array of hope, right? Absolutely. What do you guys think about uh, Kaliev's game? He has to score. I I, I love Kaliev. I'm not fond of Ayafalo. There's a there's a salary thing that goes on there that that comes into it right i i follow making over four million a year to not score and then here's kaliev making rookie money to not score obviously i'm going to be a lot easier on the rookie the rookie but i'm still as a fan i would like to see someone score yeah seriously he had chances he's had a couple chances and he is a finisher so i'm i'm sitting there going you know, what's what's the snake bitten stuff going on for, with everybody? Um, I'm not like I said, I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to go easier on on Kaliev than I am with with Kempe and and. And I follow and heck, even to to an extent, I know I know we didn't necessarily get to to be to be a, a 30 goal scorer, you know, but still he does have to 
put the puck in the net every once in a while, especially if his line mates aren't. Right. Yeah. I thought Kaliev was going to get his first goal of the season today. No. That little dipsy doodle by Velarde. Velarde, yeah. yeah. Nice little pass. <laughs> oh. Not meant to be yet. Velarde had a couple chances tonight too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but once again, he, he didn't finish. Arvidsson, I, I so you know when you when you look at it, did Brown score two goals in one game? No, I think they're spaced out. Yeah, they're spaced out, right? Okay. Yeah. So you have Kopitar and Brown that have scored in multiple games in the six in the six games that that the Kings <laughs> have played. They're the only ones that have scored in multiple games. Right. There isn't a single person on the roster that has scored in more than one game. Well, that's because Martin Furk is still down on the rain, but it'll happen eventually. It'll happen eventually. And and you could go ahead and turn this podcast off right now because that's what that's all that needs to be said is the Kings suck right now because nobody could score. End of story. Story. Good night, guys. Season. See you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys. Peace. And don't forget to do what, Rob? <laughs> like and subscribe right yeah <laughs> yeah man i mean I, i'm looking at the stats right now and you got kopitar's got six goals he's tearing it up but brown's got two arvidsson's got one you know so you got nine nine have- goals in the first line no. and then from there i follow has one and Dino, i think you know has one yeah that's it. so that's two goals from the second line right and then uh, Grunstrom has one. Velarde has and, one. Uh, and Velarde has one. So one goal from the third line and one goal from the fourth line. In six games. Yeah, in six games. Besides the whole team, you know who has not looked good at all this year is, is Trevor Moore. Like last year, and last year he looked really good. This year I'm like, it's like, like a slower Lazat right now. I'm like, what are you doing out there? He's making bad decisions. It's, I don't know what's going on with him, but. That's what's. That's why I feel so bad. I want everyone to be so good, mm-hmm. you know. And and I know they're not out there missing on purpose, or although I don't know, there's a couple guys that I wonder if they are doing on purpose. But <laughs> it's just so sad. I think you're thinking of the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> I wonder what uh, Alexander Edler is thinking. He's like, oh, these guys brought me on to play a few minutes a night. You know, teach you young kids. Now he's like our top pairing defenseman, getting all the minutes. This guy's huffing and puffing out there, but he's doing a great job for an old man. So, yeah, he still got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kapari's look good too. Uh, he's using his speed out there. I mean, he's looking, he's looking effective. He's not scoring, yeah, but no one else is. But at least he's standing out. How's he standing? I don't understand. What's he doing that's standing out? I'll tell you how he's standing out. If you were to sit there and say, start naming guys that you can remember doing something, I, I, I think he – I might have forgotten to even say his name. <laughs> uh, I see him out there. I see him making plays defensively. Because you want to see him, see him out there. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more so than other players, you know. Yeah, he's, he's standing out. Because part of his jersey number has an eight, so it reminds you of somebody. <laughs> How's this? <laughs> Lemieux's only played in one game, and he stand, has standed out more than Kapar has in his five games. I still don't understand your statement, but 
I, I think Kapari has stood out in a certain way. I think he looks he looks huge stood out there. Out. You hear that? You hear that? Rob stood out. Mm, he okay. looks like a beast out there, like size wise. And he's only six foot one. He's listed as six one. And on the ice night, nobody besides Colton Pareko looked bigger than him out there. But that's just a size thing. Nothing to do with scoring goals. Well, at least he's pushing pace. I mean, I don't notice Kempe out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. We're not even going to be able to trade anybody. because <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't even get anybody to score a few goals so we could trade them. It's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's too early. I'm trying not to get all panicky and blow it all up, whatever. It's like we're five games in. Uh, it could be worse. It could be Toronto. It could be Chicago. You think they're playoff teams and obviously having horrible starts. That's what it's come to. We could be yeah. the very worst team in the league, but instead we're just almost the worst team in the league. Well, at least we're not we're not supposed to be in the playoffs. You know, we're supposed to push for a playoff spot. Speaking of trading guys, Darren Starbucks. Um <laughs> That is going to be the the conundrum. If we got guys, we need guys to score, so they're valuable enough to trade, right? But if they're scoring, we're so, still very young everywhere, minus minus that top line. We're still very young. You kind of, if they start scoring, you kind of don't want to give up on them yet because hey, there's yeah, they're putting goals. There's, hey, there's some hope right there. This this might right. turn. This guy still might turn the corner here and be the guy we always think he might be. So there's always it's. It's going to be a weird season with that kind of ebb and flow of do we want to get rid of him? No, he's starting to score. But then if he doesn't start going to score, we can't get rid of him. So I don't know. It's going to be a frustrating year for sure. Man, things were so much better after that first game. <laughs> I should have just ended the podcast right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking like whatever that team in the first game. Jeez. Yeah. Where those guys go? Lemieux. It's all Lemieux. Lemieux drives the play. That's the X, that's the X factor. Is it? He's, the, he's the pace yeah. pusher. Right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know. Like this, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm so looking forward to getting Lemieux back, getting Anderson back, getting double A back in there because well, what's going on right so, now is not working. As far as uh, those guys go, the the X factor with Anthony CU is he has scored 30 goals in a season. Right. I, th- I think I'm pretty sure he has. Yeah. Um, so may, and, and he has shown that he can finish, you know, in, in spurts last year with this Kings team. So I am excited about him coming back finally. And, and, you know, if we've seen enough of some of these kids, you know, is it time to send them back? Is it, is it not? A couple right. of them, they'll, they'll clear waivers. They have to clear waivers, right? No one's going to want to pick up, guys that can't score right like even though we sign guys like lazat down totally clear. right and that's yeah lazat maybe even brunstrom whatnot I, yeah they, they they would clear and then uh Kaliev, he he's he's a freebie he gets to go back of course check. of course right after the a few days after the kings get rid of Wave Willan and he's picked, he's picked yeah, up. No. We well, lose two right handed That's right. That's right. I was actually going to bring that up oh, from the get go. Can we renege on that? <laughs> well, I don't think Strand's going to go anywhere for a while now. I like Strand. I do too. I, I like yeah. big body, quick, quick to make decisions and then pass the puck. He's, he's a decent player for sure. Yeah, he moves the puck quickly. So. Yeah. 
I mean, I wasn't so sure about him, but I liked what I saw today. So, so what we're missing um, now is offensive defense, and our two most offensive defensemen are out, and it's just yeah, yeah. I mean, guys. from there, there's like no. I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's probably it's going to be Jersey or Clegg. One of them got to come up. Yeah, at least they have some offensive flair to them. I just see yeah, them. It'll be Clegg. Yeah, and but, and then, but then if you bring up Clegg, we try and send him back down. There's a chance of him getting picked up. Yeah, but um, I, I think Dowdy should be back pretty soon, so they should be all right. Yeah. What'd you guys think about Mata yeah. getting his first action the other night? How did he look to you guys? No, nothing stood out terribly. So that's a that's a positive. You know, not not being negative is a kind of a positive. Yeah. You know, he looked just as bad <laughs> as all the other Kings defensemen, right? He fit right yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a horrible game. So it didn't matter who was back there. So, um, just off topic here, real fast, since it's a free for all, mm-hmm. saw Gaunts. I think it was Gaunts. Yeah. Rain. Real good scrap. Like a good 90 second scrap. Nice. And he was throwing them and grabbing them. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who could come up as well and, and add some, add some grit. Uh, yeah. I mean, we don't really have anybody. To pull up with the toughness, right? <laughs> no. Oh, and, and and the other thing I wanted to talk about too was it's this is something that I was getting in an argument with some people I was watching the game with. But I hate David Perrin. Perron. <laughs> and it just so happens he's the one that that tangled up with with Walker. Right. And right away I'm all he did that. Peron did that on purpose. <laughs> They're arguing with me about it. Like number one, like I was serious, <laughs> but number two, it's just like, don't you get it? He's just, he's a king killer on top of that. Now he's, I just, I'm just feel so bad for Walker. That 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 might be season done, huh? It might, it might be. He it looks so good this season too. Yeah, as far as that goes. Yeah. Bright spots, Mike. Go. Party, right, good night. Said it. Catch you later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did it again. Uh, Kopitar's got six goals. That's a bright spot. <laughs> yep. Brown checked a Sorry. couple people today. That's a bright spot. Yeah. Um, I got a bright spot for you guys. So for the first time in a long time, and it happened in the second period uh, today, we got our first power play. And then for the 10 minutes the kings played like they wanted to win the hockey game for just for like 10 minutes and then and then disappeared again but for that 10 minutes i'm like where's that the whole time where's that the the rest of the game you know i don't know i don't know if you guys noticed that or if you had fell, fallen asleep by that point i don't know yeah i wonder if that's like a would you say it's a coach thing or a player's thing i don't even want to get into the coach <laughs> our coach sucks thing or anything like that We've gone through enough coaches the last few years. Yeah. To and that's, where like, that's not the excuse. Yeah, that's why I think it's more a player thing, right? I mean, how many I times have we played so. with the coach? McClellan was was successful in San Jose with what with what he does with his system. He goes to Edmonton, wasn't successful, but nobody else was ever successful there. Well, I mean, he was I think uh he was the only coach for like what a 10 year span to take them to the playoffs. And then so then that's what I'm saying. So now yeah. he comes here to the Kings, 
don't, I, I don't think it's a McClellan thing. If, if the guys aren't listening to him, if the guys aren't buying into what he's doing, um, it's, it's our, it's our fickle lineup's fault. It's, it's the boys that are playing's fault right, right. right now. So I got, a, I got a question. I'll play moderator for, for a minute. Moderate. Um, how much, uh, do you put into plus minus? Is that an important stat to you as a fan? Remember, we're not analysts here. We're not, we're not going to go over <laughs> coursey stuff or anything like that. Right. Just right. basic things that you could find on NHL.com. How, how important is plus minus to you guys as fans? Go ahead, Mike. I mean, obviously I'd prefer to have them in the plus, but it's not like, so if you're on a good team and you're a minus, then I think that's kind of eye-opening, right? Sure. Uh, but if you're on a bad team and you're a minus 15, well, you're on a bad team, so it doesn't really matter, you know? Like they're scoring from everywhere. Like you being on the ice isn't really a big factor if you're a lottery team. Uh, but say you're a playoff team and you're a minus, then it's like, all right, what's going on there? Right. Right. I, I think it's a, I think it's a factor. I don't think it's the end all be all but yeah if you're like the only guy on a team that's like a minus 30 and everybody else is hovering around you know like one either way what are you doing in your game what are you doing to cause that puck to go in for the other team i don't know so and then i think consideration of uh how much you're playing so if kobitar is only a plus two and say like trevor moore is a plus five that's not saying that trevor moore is a better player trevor moore plays nine minutes ten minutes a game kobitar is playing 20 so what's it say then that our number one line is the only are the only skaters that are plus plus Dowdy 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 is a plus as well. Well, then everyone else is is a minus one minus two except for Gabe Velarde is a minus five. I think That's it's that. I think it's saying that he needs to move over to the wing. Maybe I don't know. It, well, and that's what I'm saying. What's going on there? Why is why is that? I mean, he's the only one. There's a couple minus twos. We're talking minus five. Is that luck? Is that hey, I was out there on an empty net? Was is that is he just is it bad luck for him or is he just that bad right now? You know what I'd like to see is so we played six games with him as center. Let's play the next six games with him on wing and then compare the plus minus and see what the difference is. Maybe you know, we need to make that a uh segment in this podcast <laughs> you're the coach make the lines yeah <laughs> all right let's start right now mike you're the coach <laughs> you're the coach, you're the coach. Make, the lines, make the lines let's go line one uh i wanted to see i mean i don't mind the uh the way the top two lines are set up today uh but i wanted to see like we talked about vlardy on the wing uh kapari at center and then just by default right now it would be lazat as fourth c so Kapari 3C and uh, Lazat 4C, uh, moving Velarde to the wing and take out Grunstrom. So then Kuchev, uh Kapari, and Velarde uh, with more Lazat and Kempe on the fourth line. Because didn't they skate together last year and they had <sighs> more Lazat and Kempe. Corsi just, numbers or whatnot, right? I mean, if I'm the other team and I see that line, I'm like, oh, let's just destroy this line. I don't know. I thought they had last year the three of them played together and they had great Corsi and they pushed the pace. They didn't ever score, but 
the puck was never the defensive zone, that argument. Um, so I have no problem the three of them skating together. Um, but again, I'd rather see Kapari at center, give him a couple games and move Lardy to the wing. He just, he's not fast enough. And I don't think he, uh, I don't want to say like hustles the right word, but I don't think he's fully engaged in a 200 foot game with his speed. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to be Rob. I'm going to play coach Rob right now. Line one's going to be left wing eye follow, center aisle follow, right wing eye <laughs> follow. Bam. Right? Am I right? No. Was I far off? I don't know. <laughs> um, I it, I think I mentioned it last time too. Is if if I'm going to do any kind of tweaking, I think I'm going to take Brown off of that top line. Right. I would I like think. to say like like take each line has one veteran and then put the kids. Yeah. Fill the and, rest of the line with the it, kids. And it has nothing to do with Brown not predict. No. A Brown Kopitar obviously works. But I just I would like to see Brown go down to a third line exactly. with a couple younger players right. and then just go nuts. Or just not even – it has to be super young, but how about you want to know, know who could play uh, center? Why not Trevor Moore? Make him center with, with Brown and and Kachev or, or whatnot. Down on, on a line that's not so responsible or whatnot and just let him go. Um, I love the idea of Brown, of Brown on the third line, yeah. but but so on your first line, who do you put on the wings for Kopitar? Uh, try and get Kempe going. I'm six games in. I'm, I haven't given up yet. Maybe after twenty games, we'll we'll revisit. But get Kempe up there with Kopitar. See if Kopitar can't get get him some solid solid chances. Who else? Um, you put Cali up there for a couple of games. Nah, you know, the Arvidsson thing, I, I might be ready for Arvidsson to maybe get paired with Deneau right? and just see how that pairing works. You know, it's hard, you know, still still would like our, our top six to be our top six. Um, that's where I'm saying you go Deneau, Arvidsson, and uh, Velarde to wing. You know, um, and then have Kopitar with uh, with Kempe and 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 if I follow has to go there, then I follow has to go there. While well, he's our top six, but no, but I think I think you're you're right that we do need to move Brown uh, down just so the younger guys are playing with an established player. Yeah, uh, and spread it out. I mean, we have only one line scoring right now, so might as well take our chance and try and create some sort of a second line scoring. Yep. It's not working the way it is right now. I want to know how many people, well, I want to know of the, of the 13 people that actually listen, <laughs> how many of them are just like going, what the fuck are these guys talking about right now? Break up Brown and Kopitar. Jesus, these guys are the dumbest guys I've ever seen. But, you know, we're fans. We're just, yeah. we're trying to actually make the playoffs, not a, not sit outside the playoff picture and talk about how good Brian and Kopitar are together. We're not going for the lottery draft again? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was talking to my brother about that right now, too. I said, uh, is it too early to, to tank for Shane Wright? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'd, we'd find a way to not get that pick. Because <laughs> out of, out of you know, all these first-round picks, 
in the past or whatnot. This Shane Wright kid, he is he might be generational. <laughs> Has Villardi earned his his stripes to stay with us? Because you know he's waiver exempt too. I'm sitting there still thinking about guys we could start swapping out for the kids that are doing so well down there because if they're winning down there, maybe they could bring some of that winning with them. But Kaliev, Kupari, Kachev, and Velarde are all waiver exempt. There's four guys. But I, I would think it'd be kind of crazy to send Velarde down, or is, is that not crazy? I'm still – I don't know what my thoughts are on Velarde yet. I'd like to see him on the wing before I make my final thoughts. But, I'll, I mean, he will, he will play – He'll play crappy for a long stretch of the game, and then he'll make like amazing plays and amazing passes. And I'm like, oh, he's 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 got something there. And I'm like, I don't know. We need consistency, and I think he needs. I'd like to see him on the wing. I don't know. He's dude. He just sounds like sounds like a more skilled Kempe 2.0, right? Like he gives you flashes, and you're like, oh, sweet, this guy's amazing, and then he disappears. Is he more skilled than Kempe? I think Kempe's really, really skilled. I think he's got better hands than Kempe. Okay, well, that's that's one thing. Sabi has better hands. But uh, he, Kempe but has more be- skilled? I don't know. Because, more because there's a skill. Speed comes into to the skill factor, you know. Kempe does a lot more things at a higher pace, I think, than than Velarde does. Velarde's slow motion lots of time. You know who he reminds me? You know Wait, Velarde so you're saying Kempe doesn't score at a higher pace than Velarde doesn't <laughs> yeah. score at a no. lower pace. <laughs> Tell me if you remember this, Roddy. Mike won't because Mike Mike is one of these young morons that doesn't know <laughs> anything about the Kings. But do you remember Jason Allison? Yes. Part of the LAPD line. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know why, but Velarde uh-huh. reminds me of Jason Allison. I can see it. Not the fleetest of foot. Yeah, and just but... ton, of, ton of skill. Yeah. Ton of skill, just not not fast with it. So we but. need to pair him with a modern day version of Palfi and we'll be good to go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, and maybe, maybe Arvidsson's that guy. Yeah. Put him with a Palfi I, I and, and a dead marsh type and we're good to go. Yeah. Hey, you're right. Maybe, uh, Arvidsson is that guy. Cause he doesn't, I feel like you need somebody speedy. You know, I need this guy's in shape. That's what I'm saying. Back. Well, why, why not try, why not try to know and Arvidsson? Why, why not? Yeah, at this point, what do you got to lose? Let's just start trying all these different combos. But, you know, combos that make sense. Your skill guy that can dish the puck out, your grinder, and your guy that's going to shoot the puck every time the puck comes in. Yeah. yeah, I'm not just saying it just to say it. Yeah, there's some thought to it. Who do we got I mean, coming up in the schedule? We got a couple Canadian teams. Yeah, we got some Canadian teams. That's why I wouldn't mind talking about it just because. Yeah, Winnipeg up in there. The, the Canadians are coming. That's kind of what, right? Right. Yeah, that's hopefully our next win. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping to know maybe that'll wake them up. Yeah, right. Yeah. They, Winnipeg and then Montreal Winnipeg. on Saturday, Buffalo on Sunday, and then the Blues on Wednesday. Oh, again. And then Friday, November 5th, we play the Devils. And then we're off the road again. So we got a five game homestand. So chances that Kempe steps up and scores a hat trick when he plays the Canadians. That's the only team he plays amazing against. So when we went on our road trip, talked about, you know, expectations and, and we had some high expectations, especially after playing so well the first game, right? I hope we get one point. <laughs> no, a little reverse. Just, just reverse yeah. action yeah. there. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there. Maybe if the expectation like that we, <laughs> we get one point against Montreal, 
we'll probably lose to the other four. Well, and I heard uh, that, uh, what's your boy, Mike? Uh, Toffoli, he's like a negative 40 or something ridiculous right now. So uh, <laughs> maybe we can increase that negative when he comes back to play us. Gets his tribute video. No, if you play that in there, he's going to step up his game and score a bunch of goals on us. Don't do that. Let's go for <laughs> Mike, it. Mike, I am a Kapari fan, though, just to let you know. Um, I know. You're a Kapari fan. You like my points, but you're a Mike hater, so... Just to let you know, Mike, you could have brought up anybody and then Rob would have been all over you. About I know, that that's person. what I'm saying, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, Kopitar? Kopitar? <laughs> oh, you could bring up Kopitar? That's uh, funny. Hey, points to Kopitar score today. What, what? I don't even know what you're saying right now. Yeah, that's basically your rebuttal to everything I say. <laughs> no, I'm still remembering, Mike, don't forget, you popped off about me not liking Rob Blake because he went to Colorado. Get over it. Just because uh, you yeah, love I said Rob Blake. Yeah. yeah, I said that. Yeah, right. I said yeah. that to you. Yeah. So if you want to know why I'm I'm kind of up your ass and chippy with it is because you're going to get you're going to get it for that. What about the other 34 years? <laughs> oh, you want to know and you want to know what the other one is, too, that I'm still upset with you, Mike. Remember, remember when we got when we were scrapping a little on me and you were clutching each other and you, you broke my necklace. Is this like a hockey, is this a hockey story? Yes. Yeah. When me and Mike, when me and Mike were on the ice and we got in a little, little scrap. You guys are on different teams and, at this point. What? Yeah. For a little practice when we were practicing right. and, and he grabbed and ripped off my gold chain. He never, he never said sorry for that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the hotshot running around the gold chain on the ice. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Do we have video of this altercation? <laughs> Shouldn't wear gold chain out there, man. <laughs> so he's doubling down. Yeah, yeah. Doubling down. Exactly. Exactly. This is. <laughs> so if people want to know. If people want to know why I pick up Mike, this, this is exactly why. Uh, this has been the best podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe well, don't record right you know, yeah, a bunch we're, of we're we're just like the Kings. We're perfect Kings fans because we bring the energy the way the Kings have been right? bringing the energy. Right. Do we need to get some smelling salts up here? Let's go, boys. What are we talking about tonight, boys? You know, is that what we have to do? I don't know. I think so. I think so. And in all hopes, this is the positive King fan. In all hopes, we beat the two Canadian teams. We throw up the dub against Buffalo, and we're 500. And and the whole outlook changes now. We're 500. Right. We're in the mix. Right. All we got to do is win these next three games. Of course, Buffalo is one of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah. Right. Just, and Winnipeg, Winnipeg is so loaded up front. They want to talk about scores and finishers. Right. Winnipeg, Winnipeg has a top six where any one of those six guys come, they're our best forward, right. plain and simple. So. But, I mean, we could beat – the Devils. I mean, we could beat. Uh, I mean, Winnipeg would be tough. Canadians, uh, Canadians, and the Devils. Yeah. So I mean, maybe we're uh, we're shooting for five points, right? That's our uh, that's five our points in five games. Isn't going to cut it all that much, but yeah. I'll well, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, if we get five points, we're somewhat happy. We're not as disappointed as we are with one point. So we have a much better record at home this year than we do on the road. We got that. <laughs> 
Alright, that's all we have today. Don't forget to high stick that like button, hit that subscribe button, that notification bell, and go Kings go.